Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Studio de Hefri. I am Jeff Cavanaugh. It's nice to see you. It's a new year. And in a new year, you have to rededicate to what are you going to do. And in some cases, you got to say to yourself, I'm going to do the things that are good for me. And in my case, some of that is making sure you grow something that you own. Hello, YouTube channel, or anybody who's listening later in some sort of audio platform. So yesterday, I asked people for cowboy questions so we could do a little cowboys party in here. And so here we go. By the way, please leave in the comments. Here's what I want. I want... New Year's resolutions, but I don't want the incredibly popular ones. Everybody is going to try to eat better or try to lose weight or try to go to the gym, and all of those things are wonderful, and I support them. But I'm looking for different stuff. For instance, I'll give you one. This is what I'm doing this year. 2024 is the year of, I'm going to start it today when I'm done here, is I'm just going to get so much crap out of this house and I'm going to turn my house into my home. It's going to take a lot of time of thinking because I have no idea what I want to do. But I just filled it with stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah, there's a couch and there's a TV. No. I want to walk into it and be like, yes, this feels good. So six years after having it, it's time to do that. This crap behind me will probably change. Probably going to do something on the wall. One of the little wood things. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I want your New Year's resolutions. Like we helped a guy yesterday on the radio, 2 to 6, 97, one, the freak in DFW. You can use the iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. The show name is The Speakeasy. Look it up wherever you do your podcast. Because a guy tweeted me this morning, and I almost felt bad about it because it turned out he was an Eagles fan. But we talked about sleep yesterday on the show and like what's better for your life. And one of those things is when you're in bed, be in bed to sleep. And I'm not good at it, but I know what you're supposed to do. And when you wake up in the morning, once you're awake and you realize it, get out of bed, go outside, go for a walk, do something. That's how you get a day started in a way that'll make your brain feel better, right? So I got a tweet from a guy that said, I woke up this morning and I fired right out of bed and he hit his exercise bike and he was like, holy hell, this is awesome. Thank you. But then he said, fly eagles fly or go birds or whatever. And I was like, damn it. I don't know if I wanted to help you. But I do, because I love everyone. Anyway, Cowboys stuff. There you go, Jeff. Way to use your Cowboys channel to not talk about the Cowboys, butthead. First thing today is going to be from at Dak Prescott BR. I don't think that's actually Dak, but who knows? And the question on the table is Dalvin Cook, yay or nay? Are we ready for this? Can we handle this in a mature fashion? I think at this point, most people will be familiar with what my answer will be. In, the most, in most cases, when you have man past prime that has a big name, you hear him, you'll hear the name a lot, and you will have a lot of fans that want him. My thoughts on Dalvin Cook are I am in, totally indifferent. If you, as the Cowboys, think, why not? Bring him in right this second. Sign him right this second because you're paying nothing, right? You're paying for one week and then potentially playoff shares. If you want to bring Dalvin Cook in and see if there's a chance 
that what happened in New York was guy in losing situation didn't perform well because he was kind of like, oh, this sucks. That's cool. I'm open to the idea. But I also kind of predicted this season from Dalvin Cook during the offseason. The people hate this. The advanced metrics hinted towards there's a reason the Vikings cut him after a very productive season. And that's that his ability to break tackles, make the big plays, all of those things were trending downward. And when they start trending downward with running backs, they tend to go, wah! So while Brees Hall could run behind that Jets line and make a bunch of big plays, Dalvin Cook, not so much. One average is 4.4, carry, one average is 3.2. I think Dalvin Cook is washed. That's what I think. But we also know it's not like you're getting great production out of your running backs. So if you wanted to look at him, Fine. Do I think that he is better than Tony Pollard or Rico Dowdle? No, I do not. But I'm open to the idea because it's kind of a, eh, why not? Much like Lyle Collins, why not? You don't love your depth on the offensive line. You're getting poor play from some guys. You're getting injuries from other guys. There's just a guy on the street. Finding guys on the street in January, you're usually not going to find super good NFL players available in January on the streets. And so you bring in who you can, and you see what happens. Next guy to talk about is Lyle Collins. Because the question I got from at KIE4Corb, how much juice do you think Lyle has left? Do you think he makes any impact in the playoffs? Odds are, nope. Those are the odds. Uh, you just, you be hopeful. Now, I am on record. There are guys, when you're in the, when you're in this game for 15 years like I've been, damn it, I'm getting old. Uh, you get to know who a lot of the guys are. I'm a Lyle Collins fan. I like Lyle Collins. I hope the best for him, but. He's a guy that had injury issues before, had trouble staying healthy, had trouble having the same mobility he once had, and that's before he blew out all three ligaments in his knee last year. So, gets cut, hadn't been in the league. You don't know what the football shape looks like. You don't know what the body parts look like, whether you're talking about knees or hips or whatever. Do I think that Lyle Collins is likely to help this team? Probably not, but... There's no reason not to have him on a practice squad and elevate him on a game day if once you see him in practice, you think he can survive out there. The side thing is there is kind of a human element to this thing. Dak loves him some Lyle Collins. And I don't know how much this matters to people, but if you did get into a game where things are getting a little chippy, a little out of hand, He'll fight for you. He'll bodyguard your quarterback. Uh, so, I don't know. The wild card here is the level to which Terrence Steele has struggled because I got questions about that, too. Will Lyle take Terrence Steele's job? I don't think so because I'm just that skeptical of guys who have not been in the league and have not been practicing and playing football and their ability to perform. But I don't know if you guys saw the number that one of my analytics guys put out yesterday. If you go to each individual player and say, who has allowed the highest percentage of pressures on their football team this year? Terrence Steele allows almost 30% of the Cowboys pressures. He's number one in football. 
allowing the most of his team's pressures in the league this year. So you have real struggles at right tackle going on. And if you got the most pleasant surprise ever and Lyle Collins stepped out there and you'd be like, hot damn, he looks good. Is it possible? Sure. Do I think it's likely? No. But no reason not to have him around. And if you wanted to treat Dalvin Cook the same way and bring him in and say, there's no reason not to have him around. What if somebody got hurt? And we do think that he's got a little bit more than he was showing in New York because he was just in a bad situation. And in a bad situation, veterans can be like, man, this sucks. And when you go to work going, man, this sucks, maybe you don't perform as well. So both of those guys, yeah, why not? Uh, from at Nesto302, you think our defense has hit a wall two weeks in a row? We needed them to be key to wins, and they failed. Can we count on them for a playoff run? I don't think so. I don't think you can. And there's a really neat chart. I lo- I'm a visual person, I think. There's a really neat chart that actually builds a great, this isn't about the defense, I'll get to the defense, but it builds a really good case if you want to make the DAC for MVP case. And it's an offensive chart, and it's what do you do on first and second down? And I believe it was sorted since the Arizona game. So what, like four weeks into the season? And it's on first and second down, so what you would call a neutral game situation. On first and ten, you could run or pass. On second down and, you know, anywhere from, in the Cowboys' case, second and 12 to second and whatever, you could run or pass. So how do you do in those situations when you run the ball? And the answer for the Cowboys when they run the ball is they are 32nd in the league on the results they get on those plays. Dead last. They can't run the ball a lick. And they've moved away from doing it. How do they do when they pass the ball? Great. That's really good to have an offense that not only can you not run the ball, but you've moved away from it. So teams know that you're just going to throw the ball all over the field on a first and a second down, and yet you're really, really, really good at it? The 49ers are the best running team. The Ravens are one of the best running teams on first and second down. So as a defense, you don't know what they're going to do. And yet, your quarterback has performed the way he has at an MVP level. It's a pretty good case to make for an MVP, even if the odds say that this thing's over and Lamar Jackson's already won it and he's not going to play this week and so it's already over, and that's fine. I got no problem with Lamar Jackson winning the MVP. He's been incredible. And he's awesome. But it's an interesting case. So the defense. Here's what I think about the Cowboys' defense. Look at each individual position group and determine to yourself how good is this defense on a down-to-down situation. You have reached a point where outside of Micah Parsons, your pass rush is kind of meh. At linebacker, it's pretty well documented that you're pretty meh. At safety outside of Malik Hooker, pretty meh. Your corners have been somewhere okay to good. What the Cowboys are really reliant on and what you're going to be watching in the postseason to determine is that are the Cowboys' defense going to do their job and help us? They're very much reliant on gigantic plays. Turnovers, pick sixes. They got to pick the ball off. They got to force a fumble. They got to do those things. Because play in and play out, are they consistently going to be a really good defense that forces a bunch of punts? I don't think so. But over the course of a game, can they force and recover a fumble and pick a pass off? That's what you need from the Cowboys defense. Because Deron Bland can do that. 
and Stephon Gilmore can do that. Donovan Wilson had a great pick this week. The style that they play, the way that they play, they want to be super fast and they want to cause turnovers. They're not a we-shut-you-down defense. They're a we-make-plays defense. And so that is what you were looking for going forward with the Cowboys. At GWAT27, do you think we get past round one? Yes, I think you get past round two also. And it will be because of what is carrying your team, which is so cool for him because he deserves it and he's deserved more unanimous appreciation and love his whole career. And now it's, I think, hard for anybody to really hate on him. It's because of how well Dak is playing with Mike McCarthy calling the plays. It's because of Dak and CeeDee Lamb. That is why you're going to win playoff games. And I think that's fun. Is Washington a trap game or is this team locked in? No, it ain't a trap game. It's not a trap game when you have so much to play for. Cowboys are going to smoke them. They're going to smoke them. I hope you don't get one of the random Sam Howell great days at the office. But you would think that the Cowboys, I think that the Cowboys are going to spank them a little bit. And we may have another fourth quarter, maybe part of the third quarter, where Dak gets to wear a baseball cap. And that would be lovely. Just want to stop by and talk a little Cowboys with you this morning. Everybody have a great day. Remember the comments. Make sure you're subscribed. That's helpful. It's very helpful. And the notifications turned on so you don't miss anything. That way you're here with me. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.